on this episode of Building Men Overcoming Fear. Welcome to the Building Men Podcast. I'm your host, Dennis Moralda. Building Men is geared toward helping you become the most amazing version of yourself, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. So Merriam-Webster's dictionary defines fear as an unpleasant, often strong emotion caused by anticipation or awareness of danger. And when you think about fear, really there's nothing else in our life that can cripple us more and and kind of uh, hinder us from getting to our goals more than fear can. So as I was preparing for this episode, I really started to think about what is fear. So fear is an emotion and it's caused by a thought or thoughts. But here's the thing, so many times in life, the thought that you're having that's creating the emotion of fear, it's not even rational. So let's try to think about this in a few ways. First, let's think about the science behind fear. So scientifically, fear is a neurophysiological response to any perceived threat. Fear activates our fight, flight, freeze, or fawn response. You probably have heard of fight or flight. I'll get into the, the freeze and fawn portions of this a little bit later. Um, But it does this by stimulating a part in our brain called the hypothalamus. So what that does is it tells our sympathetic nervous system to prepare our bodies for danger. Now, this can happen almost instantaneously with like this like overwhelming rush of stress hormones into our bloodstream. Like we hear a noise in the middle of a night in the night or you see a wild animal or like there's some like immediate perceived threat or this can happen over a period of time. It can be like this slow drip of fear or anxiety that creeps in on us like trepidation or dread. During an encounter with fear, blood is moved away from our extremities, from our arms and legs, and so it's more available for our heart. Breathing and heart rate accelerates, we sweat, we shiver, our stomach drops, and our vision narrows as our body prepares to respond. So when you think about this as something immediate, like you could actually feel it happening. But when it happens over a long period of time, it almost changes the way we respond to situations. And as much as we want to like eradicate this, this feeling, this disabling feeling that we have, fear is really a part of our survival kit. It's basically learning how to go through it and overcome that feeling that's associated with it. So when you think about fear, there's a couple different ways that fear is categorized. There are there's fear of things like uh, like spiders or snakes, clowns and needles, like something physically that you can see. There's fear of situations like maybe you're afraid of going out in social events, you're afraid of public speaking, you're afraid of flying, you're afraid of the dark, small spaces, financial loss, so it's more based on an anticipated situation that you're afraid of. Um, That could be something, again, that's real or it's perceived. And then there's fear of emotions, the fear of loss, the fear of sadness, the fear of isolation, uh, maybe someone leaving you and, and being alone. So what I want you to do is, like, during this episode, think about the fears that you have. And are they real or are they perceived fears? 
And then think about how you think about fear. Do you fix it on your fears and do you play out worst case scenarios? Like this is where I'm coming to you from. Like I would certainly think about something in my life. I would fixate on it and I would always play out worst case scenarios. So the fear was there, even if it wasn't real, I was experiencing this fear and I had no idea if this event was ever going to happen. So maybe it's a difficult situation at school or at work or in a relationship. Uh, maybe it's your performance in some kind of an upcoming athletic event. Um, maybe it's an interaction. You're, you're afraid of an interaction um, with a person that you have had a bad interaction with before. You're perceiving the worst thing is going to happen. Or maybe someone who has been mean to you before or um, you know, someone that you feel might have like some social power over you in some way, shape, or form. Another way to think about fear is this, just like um, the science behind it. So our response to fear, cortisol is released in our body um, as a response to fear or stress by the adrenal glands. And that's part of that fight, flight, freeze, and fawn mechanism in our body. An excessive amount of cortisol has been shown to reduce the production of testosterone in men and has been linked to some, some things that we don't want in our lives. Weight gain, mostly around the midsection, weight gain and rounding of the face, thinning of the skin, you know, uh, slowed healing, muscle weakness, fatigue, irritability, difficulty concentrating, and high blood pressure. So these are all things that uh, as fear, as we, we experience fear, cortisol is released in response, and those things can happen to us as well. So that was how our body reacts to fear in a physical way. Um, let's think about how our body reacts more in a psychological way. So I mentioned fight, flight, freeze, and fawn. Fight is to confront the threat aggressively. Flight means you run from the danger. Freeze, you're unable to move or act. Fawn is something that uh, was kind of new to me. Fawn is the response of complying with a perceived threat to kind of save yourself from it. So if we look a little bit deeper into each of these... A fight response happens when you feel you're in danger, but you believe that you can overpower that danger. Your brain, brain sends message to your body to like prepare for the physical demand of a fight. You have an aggressive emotional response to it. You want to punch something. You, you t like tighten up. Um, you feel like stomping or kicking. There's like this anger that kind of overtakes you. You know that you're in a fight mode because you want to wherever the fear is coming from you want to go at that fear you want to attack that fear which can certainly be beneficial in certain circumstances flight is when you believe you can overcome the danger by running away from it your body prepares to get yourself out of the situation um the way that you feel during the flight response is your legs are restless you feel kind of like numb in your extremities you're fidgety um you're tense you feel trapped but you need to kind of get out of the situation you freeze when you feel like neither running nor fighting um and you freeze that you feel that this is your best choice you feel numbness in your body again you feel heavy or stiff you have a sense of dread your heart's pounding um but you can feel yourself almost tolerating the stress. You don't need to go at it. You don't need to get, go away from it. You kind of freeze there. You're able to tolerate this sense of fear, this sense of stress. And then fawn is a little bit different. Fawn is the, like, it's the use of almost like manipulation or people-pleasing to diffuse the conflict. It's a dysfunctional and manipulative way of creating safety 
by kind of mirroring the imagined needs expectations of other people you're it's almost like you're a chameleon like you become what you think another person or the source of the fear wants from you like you're abandoning yourself it's people pleasing it's being unable to say how you really think or feel um it's always saying yes to requests it is flattering others avoiding conflict struggling with low self-esteem um feeling taken advantage of um, so these are all ways that are, you know, we, we psychologically deal with fear. We fight it. We, there's flight we freeze or we fawn. And I would say that there were certainly instances in my own life as I look back that I've probably handled fear in all of these ways. And it's weird because, you know, the more that I've learned about it, the fawning part is the one that's really the most dangerous. You're giving up yourself to comply with your perception of what someone else wants from you so you're kind of like you're turning into something that you're not so we know a little bit about the science behind fear how it manifests itself in our bodies and our physical psychological emotional responses to fear so what do we do about it like how do we overcome it Terry Crews, who's a former NFL football player and actor, he's been a game show host. He's also the dude on the Old Spice commercials that can like flex his uh, his pecs um, up and down. His quote is: "The more you run from your fears, the bigger they get. The more you run into them, the more that they vanish like a mirage." I like that quote and I like the way that I think about it is like you are going into a situation you see storms ahead don't fear the storms they are going to be there learn how to navigate the ship um, if the storms are ahead of you, you know you need to go into them or maybe the storms are imagined they're not even there you're perceiving that there might be this difficult situation or this storm coming up and it might not even be there I think about all of the time in my life that I wasted by worrying about something that could possibly happen i wasted so much time playing out worst case scenarios and those things that i was worried about never even came to fruition and i think about all the things that i could have been doing all the experiences that i could have had um, but i didn't because i was kind of crippled by thinking about a worst case scenario playing something out in my head so how do we deal with fear how do we overcome it or how do we go through it um, the first is is starting to like learn to recognize whether our fear is real or is it imagined. Is it is it a tiger that's standing that's in front of you, or are you worried about the possibility of something that may or may not ever occur? So you may discover that what you perceive as a threat in the here and now is only like a vague remembrance reminder of something that happened earlier on in your life it's not even something that is is in front of you right now so first thing that we're going to do is we're going to face the fear we're going to dive into it um it's contrary to our like how we're wired our reaction it's, we're not wired to dive into fear um our fear is to push away in some way like to f to fight against it or to to run away from it, to freeze or to fawn. Those are natural responses. But let's, let's dive into it, but more in our brain. Um, getting to know what our fears are might actually soften or even like take away the power of the fear, incapacitate the fear. The second is to understand it. 
understand that one we're not alone and there are many people who struggle with same things with same types of fear um and helping like thinking about that way understanding it will help dissolve the sense of isolation that like the the fear will perpetuate it's accepting that it's part of humanity and it's essential to our ability to generate hope and faith in our our survival so like really understanding the fear and then three overcome it the movement towards overcoming fear is accepting whatever is happening in the moment looking deep into what is fear like looking deep into what it is and when we do this we develop sense awareness around that fear so what we're going to do is we're going to face it we're going to understand it and then we're going to work to overcome the fear another way to think about it is to think about the current moment the present moment the current situation that you are finding yourself in right now is it um is it something that you're worried about that happened in the past or something that will happen in the future so if you stay present in this moment right now it can help you wrap your head around overcoming fear so i looked up there's a zen teacher um a zen teacher his name is thick not han and um, he tells us that if we stay present in the present, in the current moment, we are not worrying about the past. The past is gone. It's already happened. Nor are we afraid of the future. The future does not yet exist. So with that thought in mind, when we think about our fears, if we're staying here and now, in this moment, how many things can actually frighten us how many things can we actually be anxious about if we're not living in the past in things that have already occurred and we're not trying to play out a future that does not yet exist that can really help us um, when we're trying to to overcome a fear so play out something practically in your mind now think about something that causes fear that causes that emotion of fear in your body and if you kind of play out those kind of things in, in your head and you think, first, I'm going to face it. I'm going to address this is a fear that I have. Dive into this idea of a fear. Understand why are you feeling this fear? Is it something that is current in your life now? Is it something that happened before that you're trying to that you're replaying in your mind and you're trying to think about ways that you could have handled it? Or is it something that you're afraid might happen in the future you're not even certain that it's going to happen so facing it understanding it and then move towards overcoming it accepting what is happening in the now and leaning into it if your fears are preventing you from being the absolute best version of yourself lean into them lean into your fears face them understand them overcome them listen you choose your thoughts the thoughts are what causes the emotions to happen. The thoughts are what causes the fear. So if you choose your thoughts, work to reframe your thoughts. Things are not happening to you in your life. They're happening for you. Lean into those thoughts. Use those thoughts as a motivating factor to become the best version of yourself. I'm going to end with a quote from Nelson Mandela from The Long Walk to Freedom. Time and again, I've seen men and women risk and give their lives for an idea. I've seen men stand up to attacks and torture without breaking, showing a strength and resiliency that defines the imagination. 
I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. I felt fear myself more times than I can remember, but I hid it behind a mask of boldness. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. See you next time on Building Men.